Isis, who was very pleased with this idea, replied, Father, no queen has yet ruled in Egypt, the holy land of Chem, except one, and that too, when the god Osiris had passed into the Duat, when the god Horus was but a child, and the evil one Seth spread chaos through the land. Father of gods and men, if you create such a queen, my blessing and wisdom shall be upon her. Thoth, who was the wise one from whom no secret was hidden, said, Amon-Re, lord of the two lands, king of the gods and men, hear me. In Thebes, the rich country that Knemu has made fertile with the dark mud of the inundation, there dwells a maiden. Ahmes is her name. She is the most beautiful and the fairest in all of the lands. She is the bride of the pharaoh Thutmose, who returned to Thebes after his great conquest in the lands of Syrians and Apura. She is best fitted to be the mother of the great queen that will unite the two lands. She rests alone in the palace of Pharaoh. Come, let us go to her. So saying, Thoth himself went to the royal palace in Thebes, in the form of an ibis, so that nobody could recognize him as he flew swiftly to his destination. He then flew into the chambers of Thutmose, where Queen Ahmes was resting. Thoth then cast a spell, which caused every living being to fall asleep in the whole palace, except the spirit of the pharaoh Thutmose. The body of the king went to sleep, while his three spiritual parts, the Ba, soul, the Ka, double, and the Ku, spirit, left his sleeping body and gathered to listen to Thoth. The Ka took the place of the king, while the Ba, in the likeliness of a bird with a human head, hovered above along with the Ku. The removal of the spiritual parts of Thutmose made it possible for Amun-Re, the greatest of the gods and the most pure soul, to dwell in his body. His body was glistening with alluring adornments. A beautiful collar of rare stones was set on his neck, which was only worn by a pharaoh. His hands were studded with bracelets of pure gold and electrum. On his head were two white plumes, which indicated that his body was the dwelling-place of Amun-Re, the king of gods. So pure was his soul that a light shone from within him. Every room and corridor bathed in this light as if the sun itself was in the royal palace. His essence was so strong that the whole palace smelled of the richest perfumes that came from the land of Punt. He then moved to the sleeping chambers of Queen Ahmes, and as he opened the double doors of ebony, he found her sleeping on a golden couch shaped like a lion. She looked like the most beautiful jewel that had ever been created, a personification of beauty itself. He seated himself on her couch and looked at her peaceful face. It was then that he knew he had made the right choice, in culling her as the mother to the daughter of Amun-Re, the king of gods. He then held up her nostrils, 
the divine symbol of Amun-Re, and then the breath of life passed through her nostrils as the couch escalated in the air. Queen Ahmes was in such a trance that, waking or sleeping, all she could see was a golden light, and through that the shape of her king husband, Thutmos, who told her, Rejoice, most fortunate of women, for it is you who shall bear a daughter that would be the child of Amun-Re, she who shall reign over the two lands of Egypt and be sovereign of the whole world. Queen Amis then sank into a dreamless sleep that nobody could wake her out of, while the body of Thutmose went back to the bed above which his ba and ku hovered, and below lay his ka. His spiritual parts went back to his body, and he was whole again. 